But here's the thing. Besides the ATS, people are applying for jobs they're just, let's face it, not qualified for. And if hundreds and hundreds of people are applying for the same job, they're not going to magically look at your resume and go, oh, this David guy, I think we'll give him a chance. No, because there's hundreds of people that have the skills and somebody with a lights out LinkedIn is going to get seen by more recruiters because you're probably going to learn a lot more about them, how they got the things done. You're going to learn how they actually did it. Welcome back to another episode of the Who You Know Show podcast, where what you know is important, but who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and life. My name is Trevor Houston, and on this show, you'll learn the strategy, grit, and mindset it takes to overcome obstacles so you can level up in your career, recover your cash flow, and live the life of purpose that God intended for you. Don't forget to look at the mic drop moments timestamped in the show notes below. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to pay it forward, subscribe, and leave an honest review so we can improve. Thanks for listening. My name is Trevor Houston, and please enjoy this episode of the Who You Know Show. Welcome back. We've got David Alto in the house. And I was looking at your profile and it said something about this guy that helps to cheat the ATS system. So talk to me about that. I love it. And it even has your, got your arm around a, like a robot and you're like beating it up. I love that. I thought that was awesome. So talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. I was that average job seeker years ago. It was in between careers and getting all those rejection emails like everyone else. So I Trying to have, I had to figure out why I was getting all those rejection emails. So I really researched it and stumbled across the ATS, learned about it. And then I was writing resumes on the side for a long time anyway. And, but I used that new knowledge of the ATS to help my friends and clients, mostly friends and relatives, land new jobs, land new careers by using some of that same scanning software. I really saw them getting interviews, getting jobs, and I knew that I knew you needed to slow down. You'd have to really take a look at that job description. It was really beginning part of 2019 that I really started to go full in on LinkedIn. And then I left my nine to five job to do this full time. I was doing both. I was doing my little side hustle of writing resumes for about six months and my full-time job finally took the leap and now battling bots daily on a daily basis for my clients. I love that. That's awesome. Battling bots on a daily basis. I like that. <laughs> That's a mic drop. <laughs> Dropping mics for you. Okay, so tell me, what do you think the biggest mistake job seekers making right now? Yeah. Sure. They think that, again, shotgun approach, if I apply for 300 jobs, somebody oh, is going yeah. to yeah. see me. But here's the thing. Besides the ATS... People are applying for jobs they're just, let's face it, not qualified for. And if hundreds and hundreds of people are applying for the same job, they're not going to magically look at your resume and go, oh, this David guy, I think we'll give him a chance. No, because there's hundreds of people that have the skills. So first of all, please apply for jobs that you're qualified for and see those missing hard skills, keywords, terminology and you put them in your resume, you don't have to revamp your resume every time. It's just slightly adding. And there's so many software programs out there that you can use literally for free. But if you're the average job seeker, you could spend just a little bit of money. Now, yes, you still want to network. 
you still want to network on yep, LinkedIn, yep. but making sure you get past the ATS. I mean, my clients tell me on a daily basis, I've been lucky. I just achieved, I'm going to humble brag for just a second. Go for 175, it. Come on. 175 recommendations on LinkedIn. Why? Okay. Okay. One, I write a, a lot of resumes, but my clients get interviews, they get jobs. Okay. And it's because I use the software against the software. Nice. Okay. So you use the software against the software, you get the interview, and then you get a recommendation. See, you're working for recommendations, man. We're working for donuts. Okay, that's what we work for. So over here in this network, when people land a job, they share donuts with us and we get fat and fat and jolly and we're living good. Hey, I got a question for you. What is more important? Do you feel like just I know they're both important? Okay. But which one is more important to you? What do you think is more important? The optimizing your resume or optimizing your LinkedIn profile? Because you do both. Yes, I do. To be honest, last week, a little speaking engagement I did in Florida, I really talked about both being having an amazing resume that can get past the ATS and amazing LinkedIn profile is really the perfect marriage together. I think you have to have both. You got to put that LinkedIn URL on your resume. They're going to go to your resume. They're going to go to LinkedIn. Yeah. And what they're going to learn more about you. And people don't know what that more is on LinkedIn. They don't know how to really showcase those amazing metrics, accomplishments, and achievements, like in the featured section and other things you can do. And they just don't know. And somebody with a lights out LinkedIn is going to get seen by more recruiters. Yeah. So that's the question, right? Okay. Let's pretend we got two people, right? And one on one side, you got a guy that's got a really good resume. It's optimized. It's getting through the ATS, right? We're good there. Then on the other side, but his LinkedIn profile is garbage. Okay, so we got a good resume, bad LinkedIn profile. And then on the flip side, we got somebody that their resume is not that great, right? It's, you know, it's not good. And then, but they got a freaking stellar optimized LinkedIn profile. Which one do you think would perform better? Who do you think we get the job first? I'm just curious. If the if that resume got past the ATS, they're not spending much time and they went to their LinkedIn profile, then yes. You're going to hire that person that had that amazing LinkedIn profile because you could probably going to learn a lot more about them. You're going to learn how they got the things done. So you're not going, just what amazing things they got accomplished, but you're going to learn how they actually did. So it. you're going LinkedIn profile then. I am as long as that, that resume did in fact get past the. So tied in with that, because a lot of times you have to put your resume in for anybody to look at you, right? So oftentimes you're getting found on LinkedIn, but yet still even to have a conversation, you have to get your resume in. So mechanics are certainly important, right? Mechanics are still key, but what would you say is more important or maybe percentage wise more relevant, like having the mechanics, the sound mechanics, because you have to have that or B, having more of the LinkedIn profile, the presence, maybe even the social skills in the network. Yeah, that's a tough one. I say, to be honest, I think the resume part's the easy part. The hard part is promoting yourself and selling yourself. So I still think it goes back to that LinkedIn more. LinkedIn is growing and growing. It's just not for recruiters and hiring managers anymore. You're going to be able to, to network for just all sorts. Again, that, well, that and, connection and you make today. The reason I'm asking the question is because when you start a job search, it's like, it's like starting your own business, right? You have so many things that you've got to figure out and you got to do it all on your own or outsource the work to, to a guy like yourself. So that's what I would recommend. If you have the, if you can, and you can afford it, right? Outsource and get some of this stuff done quicker. But 
let's say you're taking it on your own and you're doing it all by yourself. Where do I start? Do I start with the resume and really tackle that job? Do I start with the LinkedIn profile? Do I really tackle that job? Do I try to do it all at the same time, which that can create issues as well. So that's why I'm just asking, just curiosity. Sure. I think that you have to have a solid resume to really then work on your LinkedIn. You do. You do. So what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Chicken yeah, cart, cart and the horse. <laughs> what are they going to see first? That's it. That's it. I guess it also depends on what you're applying for, right? Because I'm going to give a shocking reveal to our audience. Maybe they know this. Maybe they don't. Maybe they've heard me talk about it. I have never, not once, ever created a resume. I've never had to because of networking. But I'm also in a professional sales environment. So sales is always in demand. It just is. But there's plenty of times where people have landed and they haven't even submitted a resume. And that just becomes a formality, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. It it does. I hear you. Yeah, no. People land the job. Right. And then they say, you, you need to go apply. You got to give me your resume, but they've already landed first. Yeah. I just, I was curious. it's fun to think about those things, but ultimately you need it all. So I, what I would recommend for people to do is to go ahead and save some time by outsourcing to a guy that, that is an expert. And this guy beats up ATS systems is want, all I'm saying. I want to mention that and give both you, David, and all the other professionals that are helping job seekers, and there may be some expense to it. We haven't talked about this in a while, but think What's about that? how much you make. Think about how much you oh, make yeah. per month, per year, and think about getting help in that shortening the time, maybe 30, 50% more time that it, or less time that it takes you to get landed. How much does that actually save you? So a lot of people have that mentality. It's a scarcity mentality where I can't spend that, yep. but in reality, they can't afford not to. Or 100%. Yeah, think about it. So if you make $10,000 a month, okay, every month you're out of work is $10,000. You're costing yourself. So let's say in the very beginning, I go all in and I'm like, man, I'm going, I'm getting some support. I'm getting a career coach. I'm getting the resume done. I'm getting my LinkedIn profile optimized and it may cost me a few thousand bucks. Well, then guess what? You're going to be at way ahead of the game than if you're doing it on your own. You will shave months, plural, off of your job search, you will save tens of thousands of dollars in the long run rather than doing it on your own, right? So anyway, what is your thoughts on that? Obviously, this is what you do, David. The time that you invest, you're still, you got to hustle to find a job. Yes, looking for work has to be, and it's got to be a 50 plus hour a week job. It has to be. But shave so much time off of that. I have clients that come to me that, Dave, I've been applying for eight months and nothing. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and maybe That's their resume isn't bad. Maybe I just give them a couple tweaks and guess what? Now they're landing interviews. David, thank you so much for being with us today. That's the show. It's all about who knows. I'm in y'all. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston, and if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know.